back to the Legendary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Rice. This is the show that's all about taking your health, body, and life to that next level. And today I want to do something a little bit different than I've done in the past. I want to go over something that was covered in the news recently. It was actually featured on the Today Show, something about high-intensity interval training, which I did an episode on talking about answering someone's question last week. Well, today we're going to go into what the news had to say about it, and I want to give you my opinion and, and perhaps clear things up even more than I hope I have already have. They also did a segment on wearables, and I want to get to that in a moment too. Before I get to today's episode, though, I want to give a shout out to Martina, who was part of the first ever 30-day Legendary Life Fitness Challenge, and she won the challenge. So I want to give a big shout out to Martina. She won a three-month membership into CEO Strength to help her further her health and fitness goals and to take her to that next level. Really excited about the 30-day challenge, what she was able to do, and how she stepped up during that challenge. Because it isn't just about winning the challenge, isn't just about physique transformation because although we have people who've lost eight pounds in one month and the shout out to Wendy, if you're listening, we want to reward people who step up in the challenge. Don't just do the workouts, but do the challenges and post in the group and support others in the group. And Giselle and I, after looking over all the amazing people who participated for that first challenge, decided that Martina was the winner, so congratulations to you. And if you haven't checked out the 30-Day Legendary Life Fitness Challenge, then what are you waiting for? It's free. I give you a workout follow, so you get to experience exactly the principles that I talk about in the show. We help you with your nutrition. We give you a warm-up now. At first, we didn't give people a warm-up, but I've decided based on people's feedback that it was important that they get a warm-up. And we give people some other things. We give you some other things. But the catch is you have to actually participate in it. So if you're looking to do something before the new year, new you BS happens at the beginning of the year, which, you know, you'll probably fall off of because just that's what happens to people who do that type of thing and who have that type of mindset. We'd love to have you in the group before that happens so you can be doing your best with your workouts through that tough time of the year maybe even make some fitness progress. So if you want to be a part of the 30-Day Fitness Challenge, go to legendarychallenge.com. That is legendarychallenge.com. Would love to see you in the group. So let's get to today's episode. We're going to dive into high-intensity interval training first. We're going to hear from a segment on the Today Show. Then after this segment, I'm going to talk about my perspective on it and help you understand what you hear in the media a little bit more. So let's listen to the clip and I'll speak to you afterward. This morning, we're talking about high-intensity interval training workouts. Chanel Jones tried them out for us. Are you crazy? Yes, I am. Yes, <laughs> but you survived. Yes, so here's the deal. Everyone wants a quick fix, a way to improve fitness without dedicating too much time. That's why HIT workouts are all the rage. There's a 10-minute one, a 7-minute one, even a 1-minute workout that's grabbing headlines. And for three weeks, I put it to the test. They may not be new, but they're gaining in popularity. 
high-intensity interval training workouts, or HIT for those in the know, pushing yourself to the brink for a limited amount of time. If you're willing and able to go hard, it would appear that you can get away with a surprisingly small dose of exercise and still boost your fitness. I enlisted the help of Dr. Martin Gabala, who led a recent study of 25 men over a 12-week period. He created a modified program for me to try. To get a baseline, I would need a VO2 max test, which measures how much oxygen you can use when pushing yourself, as well as how many calories you're burning. Cardiovascular fitness, which we're gonna measure with a VO2 max test, that's a very strong and independent marker of your health, uh, regardless of uh, the, the reading on the scale. When you feel like your legs are burning and fatigued, keep going. When you feel like they're screaming at you, keep going. Okay. When your lungs, lungs are burning, keep going until you literally cannot. Drive your legs. Come on, stay on it. Push, 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 push. Keep it going, keep it going. Come on. See, your VO2 is about 26 milliliters of oxygen. What does that mean? It's a little low. The people who are winning the New York, like the Olympic marathon. What do they have? Will have um, oxygen capacities in the 70s. <laughs> so. So what you're telling me is I'm never going to the Olympics. Normal people, it's more like the 30s and 30s, 40s. 30s and 40s. My goal? to boost that number. But could it be done with as little as 30 minutes of working out a week? Time to find out. My training program, 10 minutes a day, three times a week for three weeks. Within that 10 minutes, one minute of high intensity broken down into 20 second intervals with small breaks in between. So I ran. Somebody say time. <laughs> Even two minutes seems long. I biked. I climbed stairs. Oh, one more lap. Week one. Now I see what the doctor's saying because I'm exhausted. Week two. Good job, me. Week three. This is the last workout. I would say it's pretty easy for you to do the program. This isn't some complicated thing where you have to memorize some routine or follow some strict diet. It's pretty simple. But the real question, did those workouts where I literally pushed my hardest for only nine minutes in total really help to improve my fitness level? Climb that hill, dig, 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 dig. Come on, you got this, keep going. Keep pushing, keep pushing. That's it, five, four, three, two, you got it, good, nice. Nice job. I think overall you did great. You went up by 6% in three weeks, which is a lot. My oxygen level went from 26 to 27 and a half. You went up by half a met, and that might be equivalent to uh, a one inch change on your waist, or perhaps a, a two and a half point change uh, in your blood pressure. I learned that fitness isn't only measured in pounds. You're lowering your risk of developing cardiovascular disease, type two diabetes, lots of things. So don't just worry about the number on the scale or how you look, you're boosting your fitness. That's an important takeaway. In the end, this program did work for me. If I stuck with it, Dr. Gabala believes I would have increased my fitness level even more. Matt? Second opinion time. Yes. Okay, let's bring in Dr. Jordan Metzl. He's the author of Workout Prescription. 10, 20, and 30-minute high-intensity interval training workouts 
for every fitness level. Doc, good to see you. Thanks. You like these? I love it. I'm a big fan of HIIT workouts. I think they work very well to build fitness as a sports medicine doctor and as an athlete. I think they're great. All right. So it worked for Chanel in terms of increasing her fitness level. What about if someone wants to lose weight? Are these workouts good for that? These are part of the equation for losing weight. Losing weight is a complex thing. This can help. Diet certainly helps. And then some of the longer exercise bouts, too. It's part of a whole fitness package. This certainly is part of that. Here's what worries me. And you were actually talking about this during the tape Mm -hmm. with me. So there are those times where you have to push yourself. And I mean push yourself till you don't think you can go any further or farther. And I worry that people are going to get hurt during that time. Yeah, I mean, there is some concern that if people push too hard too fast, that can be a problem with things like injuries and certainly heart risk in people over 50. You want to make sure you get screened if you have any history of that. But in my fitness classes that I teach, I have people in their 70s, their 80s that come do these hit works alongside 10 and 12-year-old kids, and it's really terrific. Would you go with this long term? I was telling him, so I would do this, but I would say maybe two times a week, and that third workout, do something a little longer. Do some ab workouts. You know, maybe do something where you go for a longer run. For me, running, I can clear my Head. And with a 10-minute workout, you can't really do that. But it's definitely one of those things where if you don't have a lot of time, it's worth it. And what's your recommendation for people who look at these and say, well, that's now going to become my fitness lifestyle? Well, I think this is a great part of your fitness lifestyle. And people don't have time. People have 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there. You know, they have job, they have kids. So this is a great thing you can do very easily anytime, anywhere as part of what you do to build a healthy and fit. By the way, you were saying something else that while you did this, so you did nine workouts over three weeks (laughs) and you didn't change your eating habits one single bit. Not one bit. I didn't do anything else. No, I didn't eat any. If anything, I don't nuts and everything else so but so it actually worked but I would say don't do that um but listen I've got three little ones I would literally get up from my desk run to the hallway run up the down the stairs and then go back to my desk real quickly who isn't this for um, it really can be for anybody it's really for anybody and trying a little bit is is a great way to start experiment do it at home it really helps all right doc thank you very Pleasure. much thank we you. appreciate no it Chanel Cheers. nice job <laughs> okay so let's dive into that I'll break it down for you a bit So check out when she first went to do the program, she got a VO2 max test. And in case that sounds too sciencey, I mean, you've probably heard of a VO2 max test, but what does that really mean? Well, VO2 max is a measure of the maximum volume of oxygen that an athlete can use or a person. It's measured in milliliters per kilogram of body weight per minute. So I know that's a bit long and complicated, but what it is is the maximum rate of oxygen consumption measured during incremental exercise. And usually they use a treadmill to do it. So they're saying, okay, well, how well does your body use oxygen during exercise? Because that's a reflection of your physical fitness. And as you heard, people who are athletes have higher levels of VO2 maxes than non-athletes. And hers was particularly low because she's a sedentary person. And if you're a sedentary person, your VO2 max is going to be pretty low as well. Something to keep in mind, if you only do strength training, your VO2 max may not be that great either, even though you're quote unquote in good shape. So that's the first thing. And what happened was she improved her VO2 max 6% in three weeks from doing three 10-minute high-intensity workout routines. So she did 10 minutes. So by the way, if you watch that video, which I'll link on the show notes to this episode, 
you'll see her go through a variety of tests. You'll see her do the VO2 max test on a bike, breathing through this apparatus, but you'll also see her do something called a functional movement screen, which is something that a lot of fitness trainers and strength coaches use to qualify the level of movement or ability of movement of a person. So she does overhead squats. She's doing a squat with a dowel rod over her head and she has poor mobility. So it looks horrible. She's doing a lunge, an inline lunge. And uh, that actually looked pretty good. And she did some other things as well, but they showed it as part of the workout, but that was an assessment. It's an assessment. I actually don't do that because I just think it's unnecessary. But it's something that a lot of people use, and it is better assessing people than not assessing people. I just use a different assessment. So they did an assessment to make sure she was able to do those exercises. She was running. She was running upstairs. She was running on pavement. She was also biking and getting her heart rate up there. So whenever someone embarks on an exercise program like that, they got to make sure that they're not going to fall apart. And if you saw her running, which I did on this video, and you can watch, like I said, I'll, I'll post to it on the episode notes, you'll see her feet flare out. And where I'm going with this is that high intensity interval training is so appealing because it's like, oh, get a great workout in 10 minutes. Fantastic. 20 minutes. Fantastic. Four minute Tabata. Fantastic. Here's the drawbacks, or here are the drawbacks. Number one, if you're very sedentary, you haven't built a solid foundation of mobility, meaning your joint range of motion, control of your joints. If you haven't built a good foundation of movement, meaning you can perform basic movements like lunges, push-ups, rows, overhead pressing, overhead pulling, deadlifts or hip hinging. You think about squat in a deadlift and maybe you think of some hardcore guy in, in some rubberized suit grunting and hollering and, and picking up like 800 pounds. But the fact is these are primal movements. These are basic movements that every human being should do. It's simply how to use your body. And we're all the same, although our bones may be different lengths and we're different heights, and we are different widths, and we're, we have different weights, but we should all be able to do some variation of these movements. And if you're not able to, you deviate from what a human being is supposed to do. So keep that in mind, because if your technique is off, if you're doing a high-intensity interval training routine right now and you feel your knee when you do it or you feel your hip or your back or something when you do it, then you're probably suffering from a mobility and possibly a stability issue, okay? And what I mean by that, the, the stability is really the strength behind that, the strength of the muscles that control your joints. And I do get people doing high-intensity interval training. In fact, if you're in my CO strength program, you are in your fourth month, you're doing like the basic intro high-intensity interval training to get things going. And I'm going to take them even deeper in four, month uh, five and six. However, they took three months to build up their aerobic capacity and their strength and their mobility 
and their movement, right? Because I have people doing lunges and squats and working all the different muscles and focusing on technique. And what I don't love about high intensity interval training is it's all about getting your heart rate up. It's all about the burn in the muscle. No attention is paid or very little attention is paid to what's going on with the joints. And it's not that I hate high intensity interval training because I don't. I just think it's misused. It's like, hey, are you overweight? Have you been eating donuts and cookies and, you know, drinking big gulps? And do you need to lose weight fast? Well, welcome to high intensity interval training. In just five seconds a day, we're going to break. You know what I mean? It's like this crazy WWF type of mentality where it's so overblown. And it's just crazy, right? There's a time and a place for it, but you've got to pay your dues. You got to put in the foundational work. And you heard some doctors talk about the high intensity interval training. One was a sports medicine doctor and an athlete. The other was a guy who was doing research. I think he was an exercise physiologist. They didn't really talk too much about him other than the fact he was doing high intensity interval training research. One thing to keep in mind when you read about high-intensity interval training is that the research is usually pretty short. So there's no five-year or one-year or six-month interval high-intensity interval training research, okay? It's all four weeks or six weeks. What happens afterward is the real question. So keep that in mind. And if you're someone who wants to try it, awesome. Go ahead and go for it, but pay your dues. Make sure you have good mobility. If you're running, doing high-intensity running, make sure you have good ankle mobility, knee mobility, hip mobility, okay? Make sure you have rotation in your spine. Make sure you're taking care of that. Also, make sure you have a basic level of strength because if you can't squat, you can't lunge, you can't single-leg squat, and you're going to go do high-intensity interval training and sprint on pavement, okay, maybe you get away with it because you have super joints. Maybe you have what I call like pro-athlete joints where someone can play football for, you know, like 10 years and or 20 years because of they played in college and high school too. And then they're like, yeah, I'm okay. You know, I'm, I took up, I started taking up uh, MMA as a, a hobby since I left football. Like, unless you're one of those people who have those indestructible joints, which it all catches up to us eventually, it's probably not going to be a good idea. So let's say, and I don't want to just bash high-intensity interval training or tell you to sign up for my program either. I want to give you an alternative. And what I like better than high-intensity interval training is circuit training. Oh yeah, circuit training. Been around forever not nearly as popular as high-intensity interval training. Why? Because things catch on and that's how it is, right? You, you hear about kale, but you don't hear about watercress or Napa cabbage, Chinese cabbage, even though Napa cabbage and Chinese cabbage have way more nutrient density per calorie than kale does, right? It's just marketing. That's what is out there. So circuit training. If you have 10 minutes, what I want you to try to do instead of high-intensity interval training, I want you to take a, a push, a pull, a leg exercise, 
In fact, I'll just give you the exercises, okay? How about that? That's even better, right? So what I want you to do is take a group of exercises and do them in a circuit fashion. Here's what to do. Let's say you're going to go to the gym. Here's what I want you to do. You're going to do a stiff leg deadlift. Then you're going to do a bench press. And then you're going to do a lunge. And then you're going to do a seated row. And then you're going to do an ab exercise. It could be a hanging leg raise. It could be a sit-up. So that's a circuit that you could do. Let's say you get 8 to 12 reps on each of those exercises. You run through that with minimal rest, right? Just maybe 5 or 10 seconds to transition from one exercise to the next. Take a rest after you do all the exercises Rest for one to two minutes. Let's say more like two minutes maybe to get your breath. One to two minutes. And then you repeat that. And you can repeat that three, four, five times. It actually, there's no limit to how many times you can repeat it. Let's say you have 10 minutes. Repeat it as many times as you can in 10 minutes. If you have 20 minutes, repeat that as many times as you can in 20 minutes. Of course, technique is king. You need to use good technique. Make sure you do that. But you can run through that circuit. Now, I'm going to give you a body weight circuit in case that might be what I told you to do might be hard to do at the gym and you can make the necessary changes. Maybe maybe the bench press is taken, but you can do a deadlift to a inclined dumbbell press or something like that. That's fine. But just notice what I've done there. I started with a hip hinge, a deadlift. I did a, a horizontal push because I don't like telling people to do overhead presses unless I can watch them and see them put their arms over their head. So they do a horizontal push, maybe even an incline push. They do a quad dominant type of exercise, except we're not going with squats, right? We're going with lunges. Why? Because they're a little bit more challenging to hold your balance on, but they do work your quads more so than say your hamstrings or your glutes. It's not a, a hip dominant exercise. It's more about the quads. So, and then you finish off with a row of some sort and then an ab exercise. That is, you're covering all your bases there. Okay. Now we're, we're not covering rotational movement or side to side movement in the frontal plane, but that that's a good circuit that you can do. If you want a body weight circuit, here's what you would do. You just need either some uh, TRX or gymnastics rings is what, what I like to use. But you start with pull-ups and you get as many as you can with good technique. And remember, strength is a skill. So you're not squirming and, and contorting your body to get reps in. Just do as many clean reps as you can. Then you hop down. You give me 15 reverse lunges. Then you, that's each leg, right? 15 each leg. Then you give me 15 push-ups. And if push-ups are way too easy for you, then slow them down or put your feet up on something. And then you give me 15 bodyweight squats. And then give me some type of leg exercise. It could be a V crunch, a hanging knee raise, or a hanging leg raise. So there you go. Now it's a little bit harder to load up your, to do a hip hinge type of movement when you're, when you have body weight, but doing the reverse lunges will kind of emphasize the hip a bit more. So let's go over the workout again, pull-ups as many clean reps as you can get. 
You hop down, you do 15 reverse lunges each leg, then you do 15 push-ups each leg, then you do 15 squats, then you do, say, 15 V-crunches or knee hanging knee raises or hanging leg raises, whatever level you're at, okay? And you do that. Now, go and give that a try. In fact, you could even do the body weight circuit after a heavy lifting session and you could use it as a finisher, what's called a finisher when you're looking for something metabolic to challenge yourself after a hard, hard workout. So, and if you'd like me to take you through a routine, because where are you going to go from there? Are you just going to repeat that routine over and over? If so, you're going to hit a plateau. You won't be able to get on beyond it without making some major changes to that workout. Okay. And there's a bunch of other exercises that you could do. So give those a try. But if you'd like me to take you through the workouts, take you through 30 days of workout, go to legendarychallenge.com and join the challenge. Even more so than just joining a 30-day challenge, you're going to get an education in it. And you'll be able to take things out of that experience that you can take back to what you're doing with your workouts. Another thing is that it will also provide you for the next step, which is the CEO Strength Online Fitness Coaching Group. You can definitely do that, which you can find at legendarylifepodcast.com slash coaching. We're not open right now, but it will be opening soon, so you can go listen to it. But something we are going to do is open up the workout. So the same workouts that I've been using with the people in the coaching group, you will get to try. And these are proven workouts. And what do I mean by that proven? I'm saying proven because number one, I've been at this for 17 years. I know quite a bit, but even beyond that, I tested the workouts with the pioneers is what I like to call them. The people who've joined the CO strength group and were the people who joined the beta group without really knowing what was going to happen and what the experience would be like. But they joined anyway because they listened to the podcast. They know or trust in me is what I should say. They trusted in me. I've taken them through this great experience. They've gotten results. And now we have tweaked the workouts based on their feedback and we're going to offer them to you. Those are going to be available soon. And if you want to check out what those are and what comes with it, go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash workout. So legendarylifepodcast.com slash workout. You can buy the exact same workouts that we're using for CEO strength. And just to give you some context or, or some idea of what you can accomplish with these workouts, I want to read a few of the testimonials and give shout out as well. So a shout out to Mike. He's 45 years old and just two months of the program, he's lost 18 pounds and a total of four inches off uh, his waist. He says, I feel great and I'm getting stronger each week. I'm down 18 pounds and have lost a total of four inches off my waist in two months of the program. So shout out to you, Mike. You are just crushing it. And I'm so proud of you, man. And Lisa, 
Lisa says, I weighed myself this morning and after following Ted's workout program for two months, I'm down 11 pounds. So 11 pounds in two months. I almost didn't get on the scale today because I have a love-hate relationship with the scale for years. What is significant to me is that the Legendary Life Fitness program was different and taught me to build a healthy relationship with myself. This is the most effortless weight loss that I've ever done. Also, I feel much better than I have in the past. So shout out to you, Lisa. Doing so great. Lisa has been consistent. She's on the the body weight workout. So she's working out from home and she's down 11 pounds in two months and she almost didn't get on the scale because she has a love-hate relationship with it, right? Can you relate to that? I know so many people, especially women, who've shared that with me. But I coach people that it's all about long-term commitment. It's not about what the scale says. That's the one thing I agree with the doctor about the uh, high-intensity interval training. Look at improving your fitness and tweak things from there. But once you get your fitness handled, you will lose body fat. Now let's hear from Adam. Adam's 34, and a shout-out to you, man. You are just crushing it. And Adam is actually in his fourth month of the program. He's about to go into his fifth month and he's one of the pioneers I was talking about. One of the people who signed up right away to test what I had going on. And he's been so instrumental in helping with the feedback to make the program better, to to make it what it is right now. So you have him to thank for that, at least in part. There are others as well in the pioneer group, as I like to call them. But Adam says, I'm a huge fan of the program. I can really see the, the differences in my body and have made significant changes in my body fat. I was 23 to 25% body fat before the program, and now I'm 18% body fat. My next goal is to get into the low teens. If I feel this good after three months, I'm excited to continue and see how far I can get. How awesome is that? And listen, Adam is had less than ideal situations that he's had to deal with along the journey, as have many of the other CEO Strength members. But they, they keep pushing through, and that's what I want to tell you. It's about the consistency. It's about the commitment. And one of the biggest... Now, now the program is great, right? I wrote it. I spent a lot of detail. I spent hours writing this program. But I want to tell you, beyond the tricks that I use to, to design the program beyond the periodization and the exercise selection and the rep range choices that I've made and all those other things, people have gotten results because they have something to follow. They have something to commit to. They have the decision fatigue removed about, hey, what am I going to do for my workout today? Hey, I'm done with my free month from bodybuilding.com. Where do I go now? I'm done with P90X. Where do I go now? They have something to commit to and commit they have, and that's what's gotten gotten them the results over anything else. So if you'd like to check out what I have going on, perhaps try out the workouts that are giving people such great results, go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash workout, and you can purchase the first three-month plan that 
people have used, the CEO Strength members have used to get great results. So it's available there, legendarylightpodcast.com slash workout. Would love for you to check it out. Would love for you to get the same results that they have. So I'm going to end things there. I know I said I'd go into wearables, but I kind of went off on the high-intensity interval training. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you try some of the things that I shared. And most importantly, I hope you either sign up for the 30-day challenge or just go right to the program at legendarylightpodcast.com slash workout and give it a try. It works. People have been there. People have been through it. And I would love for you to get the same results that they have. So I'm going to shut up now. I hope you learned a lot from this. I hope it shed some light on the whole situation with high intensity interval training. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll speak to you soon.